0: This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> It's fantastic this place, look at this! You know how... Um, how are good you? Nice to see you. Oh, it's very 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 good glad to see you, how are you doing? Thank You're looking good. Diamond. Oh well, it's an absolute absolute pleasure to see you. What a fantastic to Thank see you. So. How are you? You're looking well. Thank you
1: and whammy hi folks welcome to the bill broski fat cast uh tonight on the show uh we are joined by uh Franz. Oh. Franz is on the show tonight uh we're also joined by just the call jumping in at the moment uh broski rose so broski friends how are you guys that's fine hello hey man w- welcome to the show broski you are live so okay. he's on right tonight Yep yeah, we just we just started. Uh, the reason that Broski's on tonight, which thanks for filling in, is uh, our dear friend Wasted messaged me and Gina our liars and friends about, gee golly, about 15 minutes ago. And uh, I was like, boy, where's Wasted? He's sure running late tonight. And uh, what we get's this. Uh, Sorry, guys, I can't make the show today. There was a fire in my building and I have to get to this stupid meeting about it. I'm hoping I can leave early, but just going head without me. The police are here asking questions. So, obviously, we're fucking like, what the hell? And, uh, you know, I'm like, so I respond back, Jesus Christ. The next thing Mr. Wasted says is, I might be able to appear sometime on the show tonight. I just can't leave right now because, you know, I don't want to look guilty in front of the cops. Which which is fucking base thinking, which is really sound logic. So, guys, the show tonight was very well planned, but it's completely off the rails. So, Gene, liars, what the hell?
2: Well, first off, um, so obviously this is what I'm getting from, from all of this. Obviously wasted was, uh, doing one of his covert missions deep in, uh, wherever he is, uh, which neck of the woods he is today. And something went wrong and it's obvious to me that he just set fire to the building he was in to cover up any mistakes that he made in his mission. So, um, Uh, Godspeed to you, wasted. All the best. And we we hope to see you safely return uh, soon.
1: Now, now you say a mission. I'm thinking that maybe he was, you know, downstairs. Maybe he was in the laundry room. Maybe there was this other little cute knees broad. Maybe, you know, things went a wrong way and she slept had an accident. I looked at the scenario going, I got two choices here. Either I uh, you know, tell the authorities, hey, it was an accident there's this dead Thai- Taiwanese chick and this creepy fucking English dude. Or, you know, I put her back in her fucking apartment. You know, maybe she's smoking a cigarette. Maybe the fucking propane's been left on and uh, bada bing, bada boom, problem solved. Or it's, it's a set
3: setup up by I'm the thinking.
4: Chinese government. Hold look, exactly. What are you saying? It's a setup by the Chinese government. Oh, shit. I just
5: hope he still has his Lab undiscovered.
2: So what I was going to ask about this uh, scenario that you've uh, painted out here to Espraski was, um, so down in this basement, um, what kind of lighting is in this uh, laundry room, do you think? Um, I would
1: say it's dimly lit because, you know, it's like it's Taiwan. So you're not going to be either it's going to be brightly lit like a fucking Walmart or it's going to be dimly lit like a really shit dive bar. Now, being Taiwan, I'm going to dimly shit dive bar. And okay, I'm thinking so I, that, you know, he was down there and he was looking at the fucking light and he saw that it was dim. He saw this broad. He started thinking about lampshades. He looked at her skin going, man, that'd make a good lampshade if I fucking dried and aged that skin out a few weeks. And <laughs> shit got out of hand.
2: That, that was my next question. So that was that was actually where I was going, because I was wondering about the lighting because. Uh, what was the possibility of there being any lamps with lampshades down in this uh, so-called laundry room that we speak
1: of? Who, who's to say this fire magically didn't start because of a lampshade?
2: Exactly. Hmm. There's a lot of, there's, there's, as we, we talk about it more, we're revealing more unanswered questions than answers that we currently have. And um, this is turning into uh, a, a major case And I think that going forward, the only thing we can do is just run on pure speculation.
1: Well, that makes complete sense. My only concern is that the next time I'm going to be flipping on the television or the YouTube, whatever you kids call it these days, and here's going to be my buddy Wasted sitting in the back of a fucking white Bronco as E.T.'s driving down the fucking highway, and they're doing orders for, like, fucking cheeseburgers. You know, like the fucking police negotiators on there, like, ah, oh, please, sir, please put all the stop. And you know, wasted, ah, oh, tell them to give me four double cheeseburgers and a beer. You know, or Mick gang bang. <laughs> <laughs> I need four Mick wasters and a Mick whore. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's kind of where we are. Uh, we had subjects tonight, but without wasted, I mean gee golly almighty we're gonna we're gonna hit on the subjects that you brought to the show of course GNR our know, liars we got borky on here after last week's conspiracy show i'm sure there's unanswered questions we also have friends on here which means gee golly almighty we'll talk some current gnr and how team brazil's probably fucking us so uh, you guys uh usually i like to take the ball and run with a script that we have but uh gee golly i don't, I don't really have one today we're fucking riding by the seats of our pants uh wasted out fucking getting interrogated by the taiwanese authorities and uh broski uh you know we're glad you're here what's going on in your wonderful world today
4: well uh why don't we start with whatever liars has because i just you know i just found out about that i was even coming on tonight and i'll try to look through and see what i have if if we if we can go back to stuff we didn't get to
1: you Um, don't even have to do any topics tonight buddy your commentary and you just being here That's good enough for us. And I know that you just fucking hopped in like a champ after wasted committed those acts of terror. Uh, Generalized, what do we got?
2: Well, let's start it off with uh, America's supergroup That was never really taken seriously. Uh, We know that. uh, Uh, Nope. Nope. Close. We know them as velvet revolver. Oh, Um, they put out two albums. Um, I believe you're a fan. Brasky. Oh yeah, well, big time. Yeah, I am a fan. I'm more of a fan of Contraband than I am of Libertad. Um, I You'd do, be a Libertad if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I I do find the songs on Libertad get a, get a tad uh, repetitive. So uh, we're we'll, we're not really gonna focus on either of those albums tonight, though. Let's let's we're gonna focus on uh, uh, a couple of things that I don't know. Maybe maybe not everybody knows. There, did you know? And this uh, was confirmed uh, by Dave Kushner uh, in Twitter. Uh, this Twitter. is going back some years, though, on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, that, uh, for the movie Monster House, there is a, re- there is a recorded um, Velvet Revolver song called The House is Alive. Did you know that?
4: No, oh, and it sounds horribly uninteresting. Is that another? Is that a, um, something like Slash produced? I don't know when he started getting into like producing horror films. If that was more recent <laughs> or what?
2: No, the Monster House was actually uh, a cartoon. Was, uh,
4: uh, oh, like was, Cartoon Network that show? No, 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 no. Uh, it was I don't know if it was
2: Disney or Pixar, but it was along those lines. And um, was it like
1: Monsters Academy, where is John Goodman and shit? No, the, no, this one, this
2: one was different. It was actually it was a haunted house that the the kids went into. Do you,
1: do you know uh, who would know the answers on this one? Who? Miser, because he's a groomer. He could tell us every fucking Disney movie at the tip of his tongue. You ask that guy anything, he'd be like, "Yeah, that was a uh, fucking Simba." Like, how do you know that? He knows.
5: He knows. He knows. So, do you know, did you see *Phelvis Revolver* live? Ah, uh, yes, I saw them
2: three times i believe okay. two for sure absolutely two for sure um, maybe three times um, I bet
1: i saw him before any of you guys saw him
2: no i doubt that man no that's i've seen him three times because i saw him twice in toronto one was a warm-up show before contraband came out they played at a club
5: okay um, i see i think i saw them the last later than you guys saw i mean i uh, yeah, their last gig was in amsterdam so yeah obviously i was there and um, you got the last yeah. gig? Yeah, they they played the last gig in uh, Amsterdam, definitely.
2: There was a lot of from what I remember, there was a lot of animosity on stage with the band, wasn't there?
5: Yeah. It was, yeah, the comments. Yeah, it's, yeah, the Scott was definitely the issue. And um yeah yeah, I think they just killed it right after the last uh, yeah, the end of the tour. Well
1: that's pretty goddamn interesting. All right, Borky's battery's about to die. He'll be back later. Uh Borky, we really appreciate you just even fucking hopping on. You're a fucking champ for doing that. Uh, if I go quiet, it's because I'm out masturbating. Okay. Will <laughs> but, be anyways, back. but anyways, um,
5: you know, guys, I wanted to tell a story about this fellow from because uh, obviously there was also a first time that I went there. Friends, I, I went Stop twice.
1: it. France. Yeah. Let me let me let me do my job.
5: Yeah.
1: So what I was going to say was, you know, it's incredibly interesting until me and Gina are liars because we're probably the small fucking minority of Velvet revolver fans in the gene art fan group that are vocal yeah. that uh our buddy friends went to the last fucking Velvet revolver show so man anything you want to you know you know kind of a concert review would be kind of cool for us to hear i think
5: yeah well i was th- going to tell, so yeah, Go. yeah. tell you the story about that uh, i know because i was going to tell you the story about the first time that i went to Velvet revolver it was in 2004. i remember very well I was in a festival in belgium and um i think they were just yeah it was like I wasn't. It was called. Um, uh, damn! What was the festival called? Anyway, it wasn't a festival. So yeah, we, we went there. I went there with my uh, one of my best buddies and and my girlfriend at the time. And um, yeah, we were drinking all day, waiting for this band, you know, uh, to to come. And uh, then we would go forward. So we were heavily drinking, and then uh, I uh, at one stage this. 12 revolver starts, you know, and you know I used to you know, be a heavy blower. I you know smoke weed a lot, but uh, actually uh, that's uh, when I was there. I just yeah, it was two years ago f- f- since I last smoked. So I I light this joint, you know, the concert begins, and then you know like 15 minutes later, you know I'm totally wasted, and um, I was like fucking horrible because I couldn't see anymore, and I really had to gather from the crowd and to the exit. You know I was completely gone you know I, I was feeling at the gates where the exit was it was really like <laughs> insane you know so then i exited the I exited the, the festival terrain and then i was uh, yeah I, mean, I was so gone man I, I i don't know what happened but at one stage i thought yeah well i'll see what happens and then i just uh hide myself somewhere in the bushes and went to sleep which was crazy and then at one stage i got up again and called my friend and he was also he also left the gig, you know, and uh, he was lying with his car. He was at the cars. I couldn't find the cars, So, uh, yeah. So, and then uh, later on, we managed to find each other and um, call my girlfriend and she was fucking pissed because she uh, she was still at the, the festival terrain, you know? And uh, yeah, I was like, oh man. So I think I maybe saw the first five songs or something, which was fucking lame. But yeah, it was quite an experience, I have to say.
2: Was it Rock AM? Rock AM ring?
5: No, 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 it was, that's, that's in Germany. Oh, okay. It's in, and, um, yeah, but it was crazy, man. I, I mean, yeah, I was so fucking stoned. I couldn't see anything. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, it was really crazy. Uh, so, friends,
1: I, you went I, to the last show. No, when you were at the last yeah. show. like I, I went Gina with this friend Lires- again. I swear to Christ. Gina Liars was yes. actually, you know, talking earlier to you about, you know, talking about animosity on stage. You yeah. know, when they got to, like, the last Song or two, did you really notice anything that was like, oh, these guys are fucking done?
5: No, no, I have to say, I didn't know, I didn't notice. Really, no, no, it's just I was like quite amazed when, um, when I heard they they fired him the next day.
2: One thing I remember because I saw them, um, quite late on the Libertad tour as well. Um, one thing I remember about the show that was very different from the two previous shows i saw uh for contraband was uh, just just how fucked up they were man um i think we've talked about this before but um like Wyland was out of his fucking mind on stage he just and like on drugs out of his mind just fucked up out of his mind and and slash 2 like they were just so was it was tough. So was Duff. They were just zombies on stage, man. Just fucking zombies. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a great time at the show, and they, the the music that they played, uh, for the most part, was was very good. But it's just just fucking zombies on stage, and it just just a weird vibe. Just a weird vibe between the band. Like there was very little communication between uh, anybody, and yeah, yeah. It was it was a weird show.
0: Yeah.
1: Well everybody, Broski Rose has rejoined us. The uh, battery life is uh back to power. There's no reason for Broski not to be excited to join because we're excited he's here. Uh Vel Revolver is a band that their first album, which I know we've discussed before, Contraband. Still one of my old-time favorite rock albums. Uh it's yeah. fucking solid. I don't care. My buddy uh Bacardi Man will say it's the same generic shit song after generic shit song, but I really like it. Uh Libertard was absolutely horrendous and uh the band itself really really petered out quickly but you got yourself about 30 tracks out of them in about a i don't know six year time frame so i can't really complain i i enjoyed velvet revolver uh, i think it's a good band uh i think it's done more in a short period of life than the gnr reunion has uh, yeah. the gnr reunion's really just fucking the the reunion that keeps on disappointing uh yeah. i guess they added some more fucking dates to uh the south american tour friends did you want to say something about it?
5: no i was just wondering if they would still like add more usa dates because there's a small gap between the daytona one and the the, the next one the well if i one. wanted to
1: sound like an insider right now i'd be going guys look at the dates that the foo fighters canceled and look for guns N' roses to replace the foo fighters at most of those concerts yeah, that, that, would, that, that would be if i was trying to be a fucking smarky fucking note it all now do i know that information no not at all that's just common sense i mean guns N' roses is a whore band They'll play anywhere for money. Foo Fighters is a major band. They're just canceled all their touring for the summer, which is huge. And they're going to play Boston Calling, and uh, that got canceled. So uh, they haven't rebooked any band to really replace the Foo Fighters in all those venues and festivals. So uh, yeah, my guess it's going to be Guns N' Roses. Right.
4: Did but you guys see that at Hellfest, Miles Kennedy is playing on the same day as GNR on the same stage, but obviously before them? Oh, my gosh. Really?
5: Hellfest is crazy, man. Yeah. That lineup. Holy
1: shit. Hold on, Borky. So you're telling me that Mickey and Miles... Mickey Miles. (laughs) ...are going to be on the same fucking stage within mere hours of each other. I mean, there's a point that we could have a Mickey and Miles duet on
4: the stage. Miles. It's possible, yeah. So Miles is just getting totally cucked again.
5: I don't know how sounds worse
1: i I gotta go you know i gotta give that miles sounds worse because at least axel at one point was a rock god i mean he has the you know demonic grass voice one of the greatest lead singers of all time uh miles just always sounds like a fucking alley cat being raped
5: yeah but he got better he got it's not as worse as it used to be but yeah still i agree but yeah new axel definitely times to get raped
1: I mean, it, it, it's just weird that we're talking fucking Axl Rose in 2022 more than we talked about him two, you know, basically 2002 or fucking, uh, you know, 2012. So that's a positive thing, I guess. I guess there's some negative stuff coming around. Uh, you know, we were thinking about doing topics for the fat cast and a lot of that shit, like I said, got taken away after wasted, you know, is lighting fires over in Taiwan, giggling to himself. Hypothetically, you know, we don't know that to be the case, uh, but we were talking subjects and, uh. You know, I had an idea coming up for a new EP, and uh, I was wondering if I could share that with you guys. Absolutely. Okay. Well, well, the first thing I want to do is because we know Mr. Axel, he likes to be all political these days. So we're going to take Perfect Crime. We're going to update that motherfucker. It's going to be a Perfect Crimea. Okay. And it's going to be Axel just fucking because we know he can't, you know, really, you know, do the like the very fast vocals to Perfect Crime, but he could do something like rant about Putin and fucking, you know, Soviets and all that stuff. What do you guys think about that one? Um
2: I I'm down just okay. so I could hear Axel embarrass himself a little
4: bit. I'm not I hearing the enthusiasm. Axel, I could see Axel doing like a, a Ukraine song or what like you saw on Twitter he posted the flag like everyone else. Um you know, not that I'm necessarily against that, but it, it just it kind of rubs me love like the way like uh you know that like i support the current thing meme i feel like
5: that's kind of become axel he could maybe do this uh, during indiana 91 he made a, he had a round about the gulf war i think yeah before the civil war yeah he did, know, definitely did he mentioned it
1: he did and i just wanted to disagree with broski here you know you're you're talking about axel always want to be on the current you know the current thing Back in 2019, 2020, and uh, 2021, he never mentioned once that he couldn't breathe on stage. You know, all the times that man gets out of breath, he could have yelled, stop, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, and had Slash put his knee on his neck. But no, he didn't do that once. So <laughs> Jolly, I don't know what you're talking about, saying that Axel tries to seize the moment, because I do not see
5: Jolly it. don't Well,
1: all right, guys, I got another idea for a song. Now, this is me just thinking outside the box, and I, Fernando... I expect to be paid for this when you steal my ideas, like you do, Francis, like the fucking mask. But anyways, speaking of masks, was that actually Franz's idea? Oh yeah, Franz got fucking butt fucked, robbed straight by Fernando. Fernando, or I mean, Franz. I'll let you tell the story about Fernando butt fucking you on the uh, the protection COVID mask.
5: Well, you know, I made yeah. Well, I made this uh, this appetite for destruction logo uh, cover CD cover, you know, and, and I put masks on the, the the guys on the cross, you know, and uh, yeah. At, at one stage, it, uh, somebody posted it in on Facebook, and then yeah, later on, it was shared on every GNR social channels, and um, you know, uh, people said yeah, you should sue them and that sort of shit. But I was like, you yeah, know, I mean, I don't care. I mean, the picture was already 80% there, so. Yeah, but uh during the um when he was on um on Discord chat, you know, I said, "Hey, you stole it." And then he yeah, he told a little story about how the guys how they loved it and that was actually great to hear. And then, you know, soon after there were mouthpieces with the same uh, image printed and sold and yeah, everybody ran with that uh, wow. with that picture kind of. So, yeah, but I didn't really mind no, mind mm. about it
4: um after brasky talks about his eps are you comfortable talking about um well actually i don't we don't really i don't know if we have to get into it because i think most people know but uh i'm not like fully aware of like the extent of your relationship with a band if you have one at all or i know like you have a relationship with mark or you did or what i like um like uh are you comfortable getting into like exactly what that dynamic is
5: yeah, but it's not as spectacular as you might think.
1: Listen, Franz, I, I don't want to expose <clears> you tonight, but Franz once was in a relationship with Melissa, Melissa Reese. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, uh, he met her. They were young. They were at a club. They were all dropping ecstasy, and I can't say
5: what happened next. Yeah, she the only took thing the I can say is that
1: that bitch was what?
5: <laughs> she took the blue, blue pill, by the way.
1: That's it. There you go, boys. All right. So my next idea was, you know, to capitalize on the mask and to capitalize on everything with COVID because it looks like it's making a comeback. All right. We all thought we were done with fucking COVID. China says, no, 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 no. We got COVID fucking electric boogaloo happening fucking right now in Shanghai. So we got the new strain coming. It's going to kick some ass. So over 80 percent vaccinated, by the way. B- Borky, you motherfucker! I swear to God, I got taken off a of fucking you know what because you, <laughs> I sw- you suck of shit, you. All right. So, anyways, um, the next song, double vaxing, high five. So instead of double talking jive, double vaxing, high five. So it encourages you to get double vax, and if you do, Axel's gonna give you a high five. What do
3: you guys think?
4: Uh, huh. I think Axel's honestly not vaccinated.
3: I just no, had to guess.
4: I think he fakes all this work shit. I really do. I,
5: well, if they brought it to him, if he had to leave the house, he didn't. But if he you know,
2: Schwartz never turned down a needle, so he's double-vaxxed. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: all
1: right, guys. The next one I have is, I used to love my pet pink, but I had to girl it. It hung so much, it drove beta nuts. <laughs> wow. What? When I, when I think
2: of this one, um, I, I just – I can't help but think of Homer Simpson and his pig. Remember from the movie? Yeah,
1: Spider pig. Spider pig.
2: Spider pig. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I think of. And I think of uh, uh, a Homer, Simpson, Homer Simpson-ish type of axel. You know how he kind of – how they did the Looney Tunes axel and, and – um, uh, what the fuck is it called? Mm-hmm. Uh, rock the rock there? So take take that and take that Axel and and kind of make him into a Simpsons character with Homer and and have the pig right. That's all I think of is Spider Pig and Axel.
1: Now that you're saying that, I'm just seeing the point where, uh, you know, the fucking pig and Homer, like the pig's going around the spigot with a fucking apple in its mouth, and Homer's following him with his fucking head, just looking at him in the eyes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I can I can see that. So the last one I have, guys, is it's it's called Shackler's Inflation. It's about inflation, gas prices, and the price of you know your your dollar menu at McDonald's, guys. Guess what? It's not a dollar anymore, and that's got Axel not too happy.
2: I I went into McDonald's uh, not too long ago, within recent like a few weeks, and I ordered a a quarter pounder combo, Mm. and I got to the he was through the drive-thru, and, and he said, the person on the other end says to me, okay, that's going to be 14 whatever And I said, excuse me? I ordered a combo. $14 for a combo? And he's like, that's the price, man. I'm like, Jesus, fuck. There's no dollar value meal there, let me tell you.
3: What would that, that be like American for American money?
1: What's that? $14 Canadian to American money. What are we talking Because listen, I'm a dumb American. I don't do this whole fucking metric thing. I need to. You need to speak to me like I'm
3: stupid. So if you're talking fourteen dollars in Canadian, what are we talking in American? Probably about eleven bucks. What's a combo? How much? What's eleven dollars? For a fucking,
1: you're paying 11 bucks for a quarter pound of, listen, I remember motherfucking when it used to be 99 cents for fucking whoppers, all right? My parents just got fucking divorced. I'm living with my dad outside of a fucking motel. Yeah, this is real fucking good stories. All true, I'll let you mind you. We had a mini fridge in this fucking little motel we lived in for a fucking month, but there was a Burger King, right, at the fucking end of the street that was 99 cent whoppers. So you know what your fat fucking little brassy fucking ate for that whole month?
5: Whoppers. Whoppers. Yeah, goddamn so, right. How much, how much for the triple bypass burger? I, I don't know.
1: Fucking ask the insurance company. <laughs> I,
2: don't, yeah. I, I don't know what that is.
1: It sounds like something Axel challenges himself to every breakfast.
2: Something Do you like guys that. Remember nope. that show? Do you guys remember that show, Man vs. Food? Did you ever watch that show? Yeah, where no, the, host, uh,
1: the, the guy's name was Adam Richman. And, That's uh, right. Yeah, and uh, he got fucking in trouble or something because like he made something like a really really fucked up comment. I don't remember if it was like a pedophilia comment or a fucking Jew comment, but it was one of those two. Like when you make him, it's like, oh, you're not coming back from that one, pal. But yeah, he. Well, uh, he <laughs> I'll look it up. Fucking go on, go go where you're going with it.
3: Right, uh, just that that show we
2: used to we used to watch it, and the the things that that people eat man these these food challenges that uh he would he would challenge himself to are, are incredible man um it, it's i i would never I, I don't know man like i don't find that that kind of shit appetizing right when you go somewhere and order the food that's that's so big or so spicy or so whatever like it it just it's Doesn't seem appetizing to me. And this guy made a whole fucking career out of going to to take on these challenges.
5: The same as the guy from Super Size Me who who spent eating McDonald's for a few months or something. I'm sorry.
1: Guys, guys, (laughs) let me correct this. Adam Richmond, hold on. Adam Richmond didn't make a comment about anything pedophilia or anything fucking about the Jews. I guess what happened was in 2014, he, uh, he uh, lost 70 pounds and, you know, boasted about it on Instagram and everything else. And uh, some of the people went on there and they criticized him. So he referred to them as haters, telling one of them to grab a razor blade and draw a bath. <laughs> he told like- them to kill themselves. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's a society we live in now where, like, if you lose weight, you're a traitor to the fat people. Same thing happened with what's her uh, Adele, right? Where she she got skinny and and uh, you know, I mean, you have people now that literally don't even acknowledge the fact that being overweight is bad for your health. They say there's no relationship at all between you being. To, they
2: they say that you need to. What is what do they call it? You're not allowed to do it anymore, and you're supposed to like the. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Is they, they try and say like, like they're beautiful, but you're not. You're you're incredible. And no, I'm not. And you're, and you don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not because they're 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 fat, but they look unhealthy. They like to look unhealthy. Like they it looks like if they have to go up a fucking flight of stairs, they're gonna have to take a break halfway up, and wipe the sweat off their fucking brow because they have a heart attack.
4: It, yeah, I mean, I think there's a difference between saying like, don't shame them, and then like, l- literally now we've just gone into be just being totally delusional, almost encouraging it, and you know, I mean, I mean, if people want to make the argument, like, but even even shaming them, like, I think, you know, some people that was probably like the motivation that helped them quit or, or help you know helped them get healthy, so. Um, you know for some of them maybe it made it worse maybe you know because a lot of these people just would eat as like an emotional handicap like you know
1: you know what, guys this conversation really has me feeling like a black at a job interview i'm not very comfortable Stop, it. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you you rap bastards over here like listen fat people do this and that meanwhile my fat ass is sitting over here going uh, chubby bunny's really fucking upset stop it <laughs>
0: But hey, I'm not mean, exactly. People like to eat their emotions yeah, myself. listen,
1: I'll eat my fucking emotions all I want. My emotions are delicious. That's the problem.
0: <laughs>
1: if my emotions tasted That's- like shit, it wouldn't be the issue.
2: With all this being said, though, on a very serious note about this, um, it a huge part of the problem is when you go to the supermarket and for for fresh produce, you're you're paying, or or if you go into the organic section, you're paying twice as much has the processed food section. Right. So, you know, people make decisions based on their, their budgetary concerns, right. And, or limitations. And, you know, if, if you're going to, the option is to choose a salad that costs $7 or, uh, you know, a can of chef boy RD, which costs 99 cents.
1: Do you know what I mean? Don't They're use common make sense t- and logic about how, uh- Being whatever economic class you are and what you're able to afford dictates what kind of nutrition, what kind of diet you're on. I mean, that's ridiculous. You know, to say, hey, Brasky, if I told you you could eat a T bone every fucking day and you know you'd lose all the weight that you put on, uh, would you do it? You know, there's a probably a good chance I'd say, fuck yeah. But is that realistic? No. Now, for someone who has the money, though, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. That's um, the thing, like the reason like everyone goes, you know, you guys make fun of Axl Rose all the time. It's like, yeah, OK, listen, I'm overweight. I'm fat. I'm working on it. I've been working on it for a while. It's an issue. I get that. But I don't have the same advantages that Axl Rose has. I can't look at a fucking chef and go, you know, this morning I feel like a, uh, you know, why don't just make me a fucking Greek omelet and, uh, you know, for lunch, why don't we do a fresh chicken Caesar salad and, uh, you know, let's do something light for dinner, just steak. You know, I can't have that done for me. I don't have that fucking opportunity. I don't have a personal trainer that will fucking hold my hand. So that's why people, you know, they're a little bit harder on an individual like Axel when he has these opportunities afforded to him. It's not like, you know, we're picking on fucking Bill Bailey from fucking Indiana who's working, you know, driving truck.
4: Also, if he sang good, I think we'd be a lot less forgiving about how he looked. If we felt like he was putting in effort, at least, you know, but when he doesn't sound good and you know he looks the way he does it's just like it's like the guy doesn't care and so it's hard for us to be have sympathy
1: i hate that he pretends like he sounds good like you know when he does like a show and he gives himself a look like he's actually done something good it's like no no you know no it's not good someone needs to tell you that's not appropriate but no one seems to tell him like fucking like slash looks i'm like yeah you sound great buddy meanwhile he's fucking mickey mouse in it to the fucking 10th degree
2: do you guys remember? Uh, this is probably going back a couple of years now. Do you remember when Axel went on Twitter and he posted those that picture of the sausage and eggs he was eating with the toast? No, not for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Do you remember that picture? Oh yeah. Like, was it just me, or did did that meal look? As unappetizing as as a meal like that could. I mean, it's fucking sausage and eggs. It's supposed to be tasty as fuck. But that picture was just god-awful. And I was like, this is is turning me off right now. Like, turning me off this food right now. I I can't believe Axel's doing that to me.
1: Axel does a lot of fucking horrible shit to people. I mean, obviously, he just doesn't care.
5: Yeah, I wonder why he never tried this appetite for weight loss. Gastric band that they were selling.
1: He's he's not
2: so,
5: nearly. Well, wait a second. Yet.
1: There's an appetite for weight loss gastric band friends.
5: Yeah, it appeared in the item shop at one stage. You really? Remember?
4: You remember? See, I can't even tell if things are jokes or not when we talk about Because I posted that it. Shop.
5: I posted a picture of it in the chat. Maybe you can see it. I thought that I'll was add, a joke. It no, not. it's real. What is friends? We thought that's that was a joke. That's legitimate. Yeah, you see, it looks like it is. I don't know. It does seem to work, though.
1: Well, it probably doesn't <laughs> work if it's GNR. It probably goes on tour every few years and then fucking sits on its ass for another few.
5: Yeah, the logo uh, is also inside out. So, yeah, that's typically a sign of uh, GNR.
4: Is yeah, that yeah. cat lady still the photographer for the band? Yeah. Yeah, fucking Richard's fucking yeah. nose deeper. That's what I was gonna ask. No, sorry. No,
5: sorry.
4: I, I remember, like, um, he didn't he have a wife and everything? Like, um, I remember, like, fa- she she posted something on Facebook about how he was cheating on her or something way back years. Not way back, but like mid two thousand tens. I think before the reunion. Uh, is he still married or or like? Um, do I don't
5: know don't, what's don't, going on with that. I don't care yeah, really.
4: So Borky, his issue we have. Uh,
1: the band doesn't tell us shit. They don't promote anything, and to know that kind of information, you'd have to be like a miser mojo level fucking creep. So, so we don't know. Uh, we haven't heard anything about that, at least to my knowledge. The only thing I know is that fucking, uh, uh, you know, that cat looks at richard and goes, "Listen, no penis tonight, just straight nose, because the nose. I'm telling you, that fucking nose on that motherfucker, <laughs> it's like a giant fucking dildo just hanging from a man's face."
5: Yeah, but it's from lying, I guess.
1: Oh yeah, the fucking album's coming out. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah, I can't man. wait. Just more fucking horrible songs that are fucking remixed. I mean, the butcher that is Karam. I mean, this guy just now, he's like a butcher that's he sucks. not only really, like fucking like taking the old meat and fucking put it on sale, but he's taking that old meat that was on sale, fucking shop that shit back up, turn it into some ground beef thing, and try to sell it again. I mean, this guy keeps taking shit that is so fucking old yeah, and just right. repackaging it as shit, new shit. It's horrible.
5: Yeah, it's like the GTA five, uh, 6, you know, or 5, like actually. You know, yeah, it's keep, GTA keep 5. There's it, a re-release of a
4: re-release of a re-release. Yeah. Can I ask, what does Jarmo do? What is his actual, like, position?
5: I think it was social media uh, and uh, for, uh, the Nitro forums also part of it.
1: Uh, Fluffer, he's the one who, uh, before Fernando has a big meeting and he needs to get some stress out. Uh, you know, Fernando just goes into the office, sits down, sits in the chair, um, unbuckles his pants, lets him hit his knees. And uh, here comes Germo in there. And, you know, fucking meanwhile, Fernando's got a handful of Brillo pad and he's just fucking, you know, getting all the stress out
4: you remember that girl who used to do those cartoons and uh, one of them turned out to just be spot on, like, you know, the one where Axel calls Jarmo and says, you know, I'm reuniting with the old band, you know, would you be okay with supporting this or whatever? And he just like rips the new GNR posters off the wall. I thought that was an official
1: team Brazil uh, video. Yeah, man. I mean, it
3: might as well have been general Do we have any AMAs this week? uh yes we do we have a
2: just circle back to me here i'm uh just pulling him up here to be honest with you
1: that means he was watching porn guys so basically what happened we were having a discussion and gina Large is like all right the wife thinks i'm doing the fucking podcast <laughs> these bastards on mute Fucking get the porn up and here we go
2: come on yeah he's got know, a, he's like got that a that life spot up. That, was, that was the that was the video i was watching
4: I didn't realize he was married. I sure am. Happily. (laughs) Nice, man.
2: How long? His his name is Jim. Uh, How long have I been married? 13 years. Oh, wow. Almost 14 years.
5: Yeah. Logical. Yeah. 14 years of silence, 14 years of pain, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hey, you know what, Brasky? I have been locked out of the site, I cannot get in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually having trouble getting in too because i was i was just looking for uh to fill the silence i was going to look for posts about um stuff from from last week we didn't touch on uh, okay, yeah, well,
5: well, I'm, and I, I'm, I'm locked in, out I'm, all right i'm in the site I'm, what do we I need can do it. yeah okay I can, I can yeah okay i'm in also yeah AMA. Oh, I'm,
4: I'm in now again too
5: try again oh. liars I'm getting in here. Oh, here so we go. So, this let's-
4: week's
1: AMAs, I'm going to fill in for Gene R. Liars here. Everybody, welcome to the AMAs. This is the most exciting part of our show where we ask everybody anything. So, uh, let's look they at and see them. what we are.
2: We, we don't ask anything. They ask us anything.
4: Hey,
1: why don't you shut the fuck up and we'll ask everything. <laughs> all right guys here we go uh looks like we're going to start with uh the franken of the Drebin. uh he asked and i want everyone to answer this uh did tommy meadows used to work on the docks
4: oh I, oh, was that a bunch of
3: okay
5: you know well, i i don't know did. as far as i know that he didn't
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's really funny. This is a great <laughs> question. <laughs> what a great question. Dina. Um, Gina worked the diner all day, I heard too. Yeah. Tommy.
3: Tommy. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. All right. Our next question from is uh, Brian be will- From March, they will drop a signal before the tour starts.
1: Is Slash a lying piece of juice shit? Yeah, or are we getting a new signal before June?
5: Yeah, you, can see, you can see from Richard's nose the slash is lying.
4: You should always bet on no whenever there's a release question. So that's what I'll go with. Do you know ours?
3: Yeah, I, I'm still thinking about Tommy get all the dogs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I've lost it, boys and girls. I've lost it.
5: Yeah, the but he many right things. Now, I mean, he also he did quite a few interviews lately, you know, and he also mentioned, as we've spoken before, about this huge uh, illusion box that's supposed to come out this summer. So, should we bet on that it's not coming out this summer?
1: Uh, friends, hold on. I'm getting a uh, getting an emergency update. Uh, this is from the uh, from the city board in Olympia, Washington.
2: Hey, how's up? how's everyone doing stevenson Uh, are you are you ready to give your public testimony we would love to hear it
1: uh yeah yeah uh yeah so my name is thomas meadow uh beautiful day out here in olympia i don't think anyone can disagree with that uh so yeah i'm I'm an elementary school teacher i just want to know when are we going to force these kids to get vaccinated
0: against the will and i want to know i'm tired of all these trump supporters that keep dicking around trying to hurt me and everyone else in this town We need to stand up and take it to the
3: streets, one at a time. (laughs) Okay, I can't hear you quite now. We don't think that's the purview of this committee. This is the utilities and advisory committee, and and we talk about water (laughs) and waste. We don't really talk about vaccinations or things like that. So, what what is your um, uh, uh, reflection and? and thoughts for this committee. We need the LGBT community to take our kids. We need vaccinations now. Now. Uh, Lindsay's chosen to. to <laughs> use, uh, Thomas. So I don't think this
0: pertains <laughs> to the advisory committee business. Yes. Hey, uh, Eric. I. Uh,
1: uh, folks, I don't, I don't know what to say, but that was breaking news from a uh, city council meeting in Olympia, Washington. Uh, oh, I, I, thought, start, I start interrupt.
5: I thought I heard the ducks it's in the background. The video game
1: nerd. But I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that, uh, you know, we're, those are the AMA's that we had this week, which were. Uh,
5: well, I want, still wonder, Gino Elias, do you think they will drop a single before the new true starts?
2: Uh, no, I absolutely not. I do not if, think...
5: If, so, and imagine if they would, which song would it be? What's your best guess? Uh,
2: you know, I, I don't know because I don't know the Village Leaks all too well. Um, I've said this before on the Fatcast. I've said it on fat and uh, F dot and F and F and shit.com too many times that I, I thought the Village Leaks were shit and i gave them one listen and i put them away never to listen them again because i thought they were garbage so if they're going to release anything from those leaks officially i think it's going to be garbage so i don't really i don't i don't know if i care or have an opinion on it because i think it'll be garbage does that make sense you know what i mean
5: yeah but but it's it's going to be chinese democracy leftovers yeah it's definitely be garbage
1: Oh dude, everything's Chinese democracy leftovers. I think that if you didn't realize last year was the you know them showing their cards finally. This is everything's just chopped up in 2019, Axel, and here's you know what I want you guys to put new music on, and it's what they did, and uh that's it. I mean it's we're just on the downhill slope, boys. Fucking grab a beer and laugh. I do have one more.
2: This one oh. I, I promised to answer from Sydney fan. Um it's it's a little long, so just bear with me here. Uh, they're talking about Slash and his albums, uh, his Snakebite albums in particular, on the forum, and um, uh, uh, our friend here uh, goes on to say, our friend uh, Sidney fan here goes on to say, you know, Eight in Life Grand is an underrated record, and Love draw Jackson's deeper voice. This is why Izzy should be part of any new writing for GNR in terms of songwriting. They need. They all need each other, and G&R was always a band where each member is a sum of their parts. I wonder if G&R ever write new music songs, whether with Paul Huge, if Paul Huge would make an appearance. From interviews with Slash around 96, it's like Slash felt threatened by him. Huge was a friend of Axel and, and was used for songwriting and helped with guitar parts when Slash left. So I don't know why Slash felt threatened by Huge, considering Axel was writing songs with other friends for the band. Arcane and Lank, as you mentioned. So that was a problem with Slash. Interesting if Paul still has a relationship with Axel and whether Huge would be involved in any potential new GNR songwriting. Could this be a question added to the Cast GNR Liars? So is he, do, does anybody, like, I, I don't know myself. It's interesting. I, I find the, the whole, the, there's been a lot of times it seems that Slash's insecurities have been brought up and it, it, I don't know if they're real. I don't know if there's anything to them. Um, you know, I there, think was The thing with him and Izzy, right? As to that's why Izzy was so low in the mix and and stuff. France, you could probably answer this.
5: Yeah, well, too long didn't listen. No, no, I don't know, man. Really, I mean, you know, the fact that. You know what I find many more much more interesting is that they actually congratulated Izzy on their social medias, do you not? Know? Oh did they really? Yeah. Because was his birthday this week, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that somehow gives you some false hope that he will be <laughs> in the next tour, but he won't I guess.
1: So oh. don't worry, dude. The browse info is always right, it's just a fucking year late. So last year when I was like, hey, listen, AFD five I'm here from the sources is fucking gonna be appearing together. It's probably gonna happen this year just because everything I fucking hear happens a year afterwards.
2: Well, if you remember going way back before the reunion was announced, the big the big thing on Twitter was was the was the day that Slash wished Axel a happy birthday. It was there was the big Rumor mm-hmm. mill was a buzz, right? With that, they're like, "Oh, did you see Slash wish Axel a happy birthday?" Oh, I thought they hated each other. Or a yeah. Reunion is happening, so yeah. you know you could be right, friends. Uh, they're, they're, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? So who knows?
3: Yeah,
5: well, I they think also this wasted. Well, they also announced that, they, that that this would be something different this this tour, but I think they said it before, and it still was the same. But yeah, they kind of announced it as a new show so did yeah what else what ch- else can they do if they don't add new songs man uh, how how are you going to draw more crowds really? yeah, did you see, adding, lost see more weight no where did you yeah. see that you picture
2: of them floating around
4: eh yeah chubby bunny's not so chubby anymore and Beta is like like does a laugh like she's filming her three-year-old son right did you see that <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah I saw this little short clip where
1: uh, Nothing too. it's like filming your fucking three year old discovering nature. Oh, look, you found the
4: butterfly. It really No, it really is. Axel's like looking at a water fountain or something and she laughs yeah. like that. I saw um, that. Uh, I think that there were three main things that made Slash insecure after the User Illusion tour. I think that um, him getting Snake Pit, it, it, Cheers Ending, right? His Snake Pit um uh getting stuff getting rejected um but then it turned out like axel actually wanted three songs but he said that like right after slash had finished recording them so there was all that and then um axel trying to bring zach in i think was a threat to slash because you know zach is a lead player and slash is a lead player and and they don't really have the same style you know that's what kind of what wound up happening with fink and, and buckethead is is the band kind of took on like two, you know, having multiple leads. Um, So that was sort of a hint of that. And I I think Paul Tobias coming in, and I don't think it was really about, um, you know, the symphony uh, for the sympathy for the devil or uh, Paul not being a good player. I think what it was about was, uh, you know, like you mentioned, Paul Paul was a childhood friend of Axel's from Indiana who was a, a songwriter just like Izzy, and, I, you know, excellent and Izzy, I think, were the, the primary songwriters of the band, whereas Slash and Duff were still important songwriters, but more on, like, a lower tier. Um, like, Slash, Slash, I don't think was, like, much of, like, a core songwriter, but uh, he came in and definitely added to the songs with, like, you know, his solos on November Rain, Estranged, adding his whole vibe to it, whatever, but like, the, the core writing of like me- the the melodies and the song structure and and Axel, you know, like the lyrics uh, that was Izzy and Axel, and yeah. I, Slash thought that it was going to be his time to shine after Izzy left the band, and you know, and then instead Axel brings in Paul, and I think Slash felt kind of threatened by that, and his ego was hurt by that because he thought this was going to be his chance. To, you know, but, you know, he didn't really want to write with Axel, it seems, or if they did, it didn't go anywhere. You know, he was writing stuff, like, just by himself and then sending Axel to tapes with the Snake Pit stuff, and it just, the whole thing was kind of destined to not really work out. So,
2: it, you know, it's just circling back to the beginning of the show when we were talking about Vault Revolver, um, there was, there, it's confirmed there is an album that is, Recorded with Corey Taylor, um, it confirmed by Duff and confirmed by Corey Taylor themselves that they have the tracks, you know, and when I was doing some, some research today, um, I came across, um, uh, an interview with Slash, uh, from 2014, why he explains that why Corey Taylor wasn't, um, ever officially in Velvet Revolver and why they didn't release that album that they recorded with him. And, you know, to... To, it's not a direct quote, but basically what Slash said was that um, I'm paraphrasing here was um, um, Corey Taylor was too macho for Velvet Revolver. Velvet Revolver, so you know, and that's what Slash said, right? So, uh, or at least according to this article, that's what he said. And you know, it, that just that just goes into the whole insecurities that that I'm. Come up in in, in other circumstances revol- involving him. So I don't know. It, it's, it's it's a weird subject, and you know, it's, it's all conjecture or speculation. And it's it's interesting though. I do find it interesting.
4: What year around year. was that? With, when Corey Taylor was so
2: um... this this interview was uh, from two thousand and fourteen with Slash um, uh, about Corey Taylor and. I I think they recorded it around 2010.
4: Well, I don't know how he was back then, but I see interviews with Corey Taylor now, and he's, like, doing therapy sessions, like, and all this shit, and, you know, like, Dr. Phil kinds of shit. Not Dr. Phil, but, like, that kind of thing, like, where he's talking about his feelings and all that kind of stuff. So it's interesting that Slash said he was too macho. So it's – it was –
2: The direct quote here, I just found the direct quote was, you know how Corey sings. It's a very macho kind of thing. But it didn't have the certain elements that I thought it needed. So we just didn't go down that path. Which is funny that he said it like that because this is a few years later after Duff and Corey both confirmed that they have a recorded album together. You know what I mean? So Slash saying that they never actually did it it's it's just i don't know it's,
5: it's something that's you know what i mean but he might have used those songs on uh, his later albums
1: jenner liars let me ask you a question yes when you wake up in the morning and the first person you deal with is an asshole
3: <laughs> you just go "Huh, that person was an asshole um who is an asshole Do you ask yourself at
1: the end of the day, are you the asshole? Uh, You know, if the shoe fits. The reason I ask that is Slash seems to have this just continually in every project he's involved with where he's not the end all be all. You know, if it's not Slash, you know, starring Miles Kennedy or Slash starring whoever gives a shit, you know, it seems that he causes issues. He seems like he's a drama queen. He seems like he thinks he's bigger and better than the band. I think it's been proven time after time that he's a drama queen.
4: I think the narrative that it's just Axel who's ever been the problem with GNR is just not true. I think, you know, they uh, all had their own issues and, you know, maybe some were than others, but yeah. I actually
1: side with Axel more on everything if he wasn't such a douche. Like, if Axel just came out, it's like, listen, guys, I had these fucking junkies for fucking six years, I was torn around with. I got clean. These fucking idiots wouldn't stop.
3: That's I mean, a great question.
1: They fucking got back together fucking, you know, you know, 10 years after they said they were clean. Them and Scott Wyland are doing fucking blow lines off these hookers in Amsterdam. I mean, these, these things that they said were clearly not true. When, you know, slash was swearing up and down that oh i was sober and axel's the devil who showed up late meanwhile fucking slash is partying somewhere he's got to get a fucking pacemaker put in himself you know we can give the fat man all the shit we want to give him but you know here's the deal axel rose has been pretty reliable in the last 15 years i would say he's been more reliable in the last 15 years than fucking slash
5: no i wouldn't Uh, say that sorry some friends go ahead no, oh, yeah, I, just, I wouldn't say that because, you know, I mean, Slash is way more active. Also, when Axel was in his house, Slash is on stage and, you know, doing his thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean. Just putting know, out
1: repetitive noodling albums that fucking have no meaning don't mean anything. Slash hasn't been part of a group that matters yeah, since Velvet Revolver. Him fucking noodling with fucking Todd Kearns and Miles Kennedy to a bunch of fucking 45-year-old bitches in Las Vegas, you know, with bad tattoos. I mean, that's not great. That's being a yeah, fucking you- lounge act.
5: Yeah, but you're talking about reliable. I mean, actual reliable, how the fuck did you come up with that?
1: Well, all right, since 2012, how many fucking concerts has the guy missed?
5: Well, how many lyrics did he miss at the first show when returning from a tour, which he will oh, do in 2019,
1: he'll, he'll miss lyrics fucking every night of the week. you kidding Yeah, me? that's not reliable, right? How well, much well, used- well, well, wait a second. That has nothing to do with reliability. That's fucking him not giving a shit. There's a big difference. Reliability is, hey, if he signs a contract and you're going to pay him, he's going to show up.
2: You no, know, I don't. I I tend to side with Franz on this one. That that's reliability. That's reliability to his bandmates. To to know the the material that he's going out to sing on a nightly basis. Isn't that
1: more I mean, respect? Pardon? Wouldn't that be more respect to the fans and his fellow bandmates? Not reliable, but that's respect. What you guys are referring to? No, I, no,
2: I, I disagree. I disagree. Um, there there's a certain level of of dependability reliability however you want to say it that um goes towards the band or his bandmates as as well that needs to be that needs to be addressed too i mean who do you, you think's
1: know, made more money fucking fortis or todd kearns in the last 15 years
2: i i i don't know and Everybody is always so concerned about about money. Whatever I, I think, for a lot of these guys, money isn't the driving force. It it's. I think for a lot of people, money isn't isn't the be all end all. I think I think a lot of these guys are professional musicians, and what they want to do is go out on stage and perform to the best that they can every night. I think they want to put out music because they're proud of what they do, and I don't think. It matters to them if it sells 10 copies or 10 million copies. I think they might like it if it sells 10 million copies because they they might benefit from that a little bit more, but I don't think that's why they put it out. I don't think that's the reason they're putting it out. I think they want to put it out because they're artists. You're talking about a band,
1: though. You're talking about a band that with the band getting back together, the only reason why GNR is together is for money. The only reason why Slash, Duff, and Axel play together it's for you know, money. They're, they're not doing this out the of it. the kindness of their fucking souls. They're not you doing this for anything but masses amounts of money. You ask me who makes more money,
2: Todd Kearns or or the nose, right? Fortis. And I'm like, I don't Todd think Kearns. that I don't think that's who knows. But I don't think that's why Todd Kearns is
5: in the business. If, Same if for if Rolling Stones. Not, they two are still two. not for the money, definitely not. I mean, they have loads of money and exactly. They and, talk
1: because they don't want fucking Miser finding out their location or them getting caught for murdering Brian Jones, all right? They've been on the run for like 70 years. But that's Even the same with Slash. Like the Rolling Stone is still putting out new music. Nobody well, wants they to they hear give a, a shit Stone song, but they still put it out
2: because they they're, shit. They're, they're, they're proud of what they can accomplish and what the they Bruce can do together.
0: Care.
5: But also, I think with Slash, it is the fact that he also puts out stuff. And if you'd like it or you don't, I mean, he enjoys being on stage. That's his life. And he can't just adapt at home. And he has some bad habits or used to have them. And when he's sitting at home not performing, he will – yeah, he might get back to that. So, yeah, I think these guys, yeah, they they, they live from the tour. I mean, that's their home, the tour
1: bus. Do you guys believe that Slash is just continually touring so that the Los Angeles Police Department can't charge him with the death of Todd Carew? That like he just tries to make sure they can never fucking like give him a search warrant to go through his house and find like, you know, the car keys to the vehicle that uh, Todd drove.
5: No, but he, he once mentioned in an interview that he said like, yeah, I have to be on tour, you know, just to uh, avoid going and to do bad things when I am have holidays or something or nothing to do, you know?
2: What's that saying? Idle hands or the devils playthings? Like, that's pretty accurate here. You know what I mean? I mean... The the guys the guys are recovering addicts so you know if if he's not out doing something if he's not out making music they, you're gonna fall into bad habits
5: pretty quickly yeah exactly that's what he said also yeah
1: I do you think a... that Pearl used to beat him I do
5: ooh with her boobs
1: no I just mm-hmm. think she used to like I think she used to hit him. He looks like a battered spouse. He looks like a fucking spouse that, you know, he might have got lippy one or two many times over saying that, you know, he's going to make the decisions that he wears big boy pants. She fucking threw those double D's across her fucking shoulder and just came across with a right. I mean, she really looks like she beat the shit out of him. You know, one thing I've
4: noticed is that. Anytime something happens where people are unhappy with a GNR member, instead of putting the blame directly on the GNR member, they put it on whatever woman is in that GNR member's life, whether it be Beta <laughs> or, or Megan or Perla or, you know, whoever. <laughs> well, yeah, but did you know, Joe Pesci the- once told
1: us it's the bitches that were gitches. So, I mean, am I going to believe you or Joe ah. Pesci, Borky? I'm
4: sorry. Well, that's understandable.
5: I mean, did you see Wasted? He posted it uh, about Perla in this topic, uh, on the podcast topic, you know, uh, uh, as a subject that Perla was like, um, let me just quickly dig it up. Did you see that?
1: Well, cool. we, we will find f- out
5: that information here and get
1: that to you promptly. And, Boyke, you got a point, but here's the deal. I don't think anyone gives Susan any shit. I think I like Susan. No one's ever said anything bad about Susan except how fuckable she is. That's true.
4: I, I, I haven't heard anything bad about
1: about her. Um, I mean, no one says anything I, about Dizzy's wife. Dizzy's I married. I, yeah. <laughs> or, I, I
4: think she's an ex-wife.
1: Uh, what, but you know what I mean. Like you got to look but, at. Yeah, it.
4: Like,
1: yeah. We, we all know Dizzy has her, uh, University. Talked about it is because they're thunder cunts. You know, Axel's current girlfriend that he's had now for like the last year. You know, no one talks about her because she seems like a nice gal well she has
2: she she better shut up or she's gonna get shut up by axel you know what i mean i'm
5: sorry that was
1: uncalled for we called out the aaron everly hello
5: that's right <laughs> so hey uh, the guys the, this this article about um perla is, uh about uh the, it says madam fined four thousand dollars for role in mgm party and then the article goes like a los angeles woman labeled by metro police vice officers as a heidi fleiss level madam has received a $4,000 fine for her role in organizing a high roller party at the MGM Grand. Some of the 10 women brought to Las Vegas were in fact leftovers, again leftovers, from the infamous (laughs) Hollywood Madam's toppled empire of high-priced call girls. A few pleaded guilty to misdemeanor accounts while charges were dismissed for others, and a couple simply vanished into the seamy world of prostitution. Actually according to Deputy District Attorney Bill Hann, they all had vanished. When it was time for them to come to court and name 24 four-year-old perla ferrer as the madame du jour as they had in police statements so uh yeah holy shit really what the fuck
1: yeah dude wait a second you You're telling me that beta has been this like fucking whore master or whore mistress dude this this chick fucking rules now those and those big giant fucking sandbag full of tits has been out there fucking selling whores i mean jesus
3: that's awesome
1: this, yeah. is, this, is also, this is also
2: from um, a long, long time ago. This is 25
1: years ago. Doesn't 25. mean she's less awesome. I mean, no, listen, if she's selling 25. you a fucking whore, 25. that bitch can suck a cock. I mean, there's no way that she's not fucking making sure that every girl that she fucking hires doesn't know how to blow a guy. So that means she must know how to blow a guy. So she must have just been fucking sucking such a cock. I mean, Slash. Good for you, sir.
3: Atta boy.
2: Atta boy.
1: Right? Fucking I understand it a little bit more now. You know, no wonder you popped two kids out of her. That bitch's pussy probably does fucking twitches, man. It's probably like fuck it's her pussy's like Michael J. Fox. It just keeps spazzing. <laughs> Shaky. <laughs> and what? <laughs> they me never Fox. mention how much Michael J. Fox drools. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: You <laughs> should hop in the DeLorean and go back in time. So but, so Perla she pleaded guilty last week. Uh, yeah, last week it said, but the, yeah, it's an older article, of course. Uh, Two to gross misdemeanor accounts of conspiring to life, life of the earth, earnings of a prostitute with guarantee of no jail, time, and no probation. Ferrer's 4,000 fine less than some of the hookers for charging the prop, purported MGM high grant I jammed grant high rollers for one night date. Admittedly, it was a light penalty, but Hans said it was better than nothing. I needed the woman to prove she was living off the earnings of a prostitute. The prosecutor said, "I didn't have strong evidence without them. I couldn't prove the case." So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wild.
2: Charlie Sheen apparently was, uh, was a was a favorite.
5: Yeah. On, uh, on the. Okay. Circuit. Yeah, I see.
1: Yeah. There's no way this bitch didn't know Charlie Sheen. He spent Number more one. than fifty k.
2: Dude, it says right here in the article that Charlie Sheen was, was a regular.
5: Yeah, $50,000. Okay. The
2: admitted, has admitted spending more than $50,000 in one year. Oh, that's yeah. Heidi Fleiss, though. But,
1: yeah. Can I ask you guys a question? Now, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, and you guys all know that about Braski. My, my, uh, my English, even though I speak it fluently, my, my grammar is horrible. But Pearl's last name is what, Ferrara? Yes. Okay, what's Frank's last name? Yeah.
3: Exactly.
1: Why is no, nobody... Thought
3: this up? You know how many times I've
1: thought about this? I'm losing my mind. Yeah, fucking <laughs> help me, Gene r Liars. It just hit me. Help me.
3: So, oh, I, they, have, they share it. the same last name. And they're both giant fucking tits. Like, when I think of Frank, I think of just a
1: giant boob. When I think of Perla, giant tits. Yeah, what the fuck is going on, man?
5: But it's Frank Ferrer and Perla Ferrar.
2: Yeah, it's ER to AR.
1: See, dude, this is this is kind of like that mind fucking. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what do they call that nowadays? Where you misremember things like the Bernstein Bears, Bernstein. I know we copied, we uh, we covered this on the Fatcast before. It's the Mandela effect. Like, I, I got the Mandela effect because the only thing I see is two giant fucking boobs. And two fucking idiots with a last name Ferrara, and I get confused. Hold on a sec. No, no, they're both. No, they're both the same last name, man. Oh, now what? Franz is giving me bad information. Thanks, fucking Fox News.
2: So it's Perla <laughs> Ferrer, and it's Frank Ferrer. They both have the same last name.
5: Hmm.
1: Yeah, what's going on there, friends? You're, you're pulling a face kicker on us and fucking giving us pro-Soviet news? What, what the fuck are you doing here?
5: Yeah, I'm trying to spread fake news,
1: man. No shit. That's what are you going to tell news. us next, that people from Alabama are educated and are not trailer right.
5: trash? They're, they're from LAB,
1: Oh, by the way, has anyone... Uh, Bill Brasky has a movie recommendation for everyone this week. Has everyone seen the movie Sling Blade?
3: Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Do, do you know
1: sorry. what I just realized, GNR lives about Sling Blade? What's that? It's Mojo. It's a hundred fucking percent Mojo. Every time <laughs> I've ever talked to him about Mojo or even mentioned him, that's him. Looks like him. Talks like him. It's it's Mojo. So anyone who's ever wondering, like Brasky, did they always talk about this asshole Mojo? You know, this guy who takes down the videos. What does he look like? This and that. I'm not here to dox the fucker because I'm not a piece of shit. But if you
3: watch the movie Slingbait, you pretty much have a general idea. Boys, any thoughts? The, that's, that's Billy Bob Thornton, you know that?
5: Yeah, that's good. I saw that. It's I mean, fucking crazy, man. I, did, I never expected him to be him. Mm-hmm. I, I shit in the mashed potatoes.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. What what a fantastic piece of acting he did there! Like that, unbelievable.
1: Someone said, "Hey, can you act like an Alabama trailer trash retard?" And he goes, "I don't know, but I'll try." He goes, "Do you have anyone that we could use as an example?" They go, "Oh, I know a guy."
2: (laughs) 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 It's this guy named Mojo. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: (laughs) Got a picture of him?
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He likes mashed potatoes. (laughs) <laughs> <Those> <laughs> <French fried potatoes>. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, fucker. Oh, I like when we get that bastard um so guys w- what do we got for another topic we- we've been doing pretty well tonight for uh our insanity I'm gonna try to get wasted on if Taiwanese authorities haven't gotten a hold of them yet hmm. but uh <laughs> you guys want to
5: so still, uh, this, it, it, it is not – it's Frank Ferrer, Perla Ferrer, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, you know, you're right, friends. I'm going to different websites. Uh, I'm looking it up, and uh, it's PR to AR. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're not related.
1: So once again, folks, never trust the fucking Canadian. Uh, they are <laughs> the uh, MSNBC. I, trust I, a I'm Canadian. Not more... Their friendliness is a, just an act. It's a ruse to trick you and get you to believe them. They're lying Canadian bastards.
2: That's harsh, Brasky. That's harsh. I, I like to think
5: of us as a kind folk. Uh, his name is G.N.R. Laya, so... True.
4: <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised
5: you don't have a big nose as well. <laughs> just keeps growing and growing.
1: Uh, Gene r Liars, if I threw a penny on the ground, would that interest you?
2: No, Brasky, that's extremely suggestively racist.
1: <laughs> what the hell? Because no. <laughs> you're I, Canadian? I, and you guys have a, we have a better monetary rate in
3: return than you? No, because we don't have pennies in Canada. So I would be, are there there other things you don't have, are there other things you don't have in Canada too?
2: Um, such as if you're, we're, we're going on currency. We have, we have coins for our $1 and $2. We have nickels and dimes and quarters, but we don't have the penny. We got rid of that. So of course I would be interested in it.
1: Was there a solution to getting rid of that penny for you guys? Uh,
2: it cost more to make them than they were worth, so it cost more than a cent to make them, so they stopped making them.
1: <laughs> yeah, nice, nice cost efficiency.
2: Hey, I, dude, I, I, I don't work for the Canadian Mint. I had no say in whether they were going to continue or discontinue the coin. I'm just telling you what happened. Did they
1: collect all the coins up in camps?
2: Again, I'm not sure. I wasn't the designated coin collector for... Uh, Justin Trudeau and his merry band of merry men, whatever you want to call them.
1: Uh, did Trudeau have a list?
2: <laughs>
3: uh, he might have a list. I, I don't. I don't think we should pick on Canadians
4: tonight. I like hey, Canadians. Canadians kicked ass with the fucking trucker convoy and shit. Canadians oh. are awesome.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Do they have these half faces like in South Park? Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it is. I don't know shit about Canadian. Canadian. It's it's extremely accurate. Yeah, yeah uh, I guess so.
2: See on South Park is uh, uh, I don't I don't know if there's a more accurate depiction of Canadians um, available anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I,
5: don't, I don't know. I know. So no, neither.
2: Yeah, I don't know. We live, it's a big.
5: Mark character's on the line for your friends. I think there's a lot of, uh, actually, a lot of Dutch farmers that went to Canada, to Canada to start a farm there. There's actually quite some people from my country there. I know for uh-huh. fact.
2: Well, the, the family that I grew up with uh, next to me, my neighbors, um, yeah. they were from Holland. He used to wear his, he used to wear his, uh, his wooden
5: clogs all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Apparently, Canada is pretty big. So there's enough uh, land farm on now. Huh? It, it's it's I cold. I guess that's the reason. Though, so you can't really grow anything for half the also, year. Uh, you know, also, there's a lot of people here that have Canadian uh, father, uh, because they were like born in uh, after the, the war when the Canadians came here to liberate us.
1: Hey, speaking of war, guys, I was advised by our FatCast legal team to make a statement. Uh, the Bill Brasky FatCast would like to issue a statement that we do not know of any war crimes or any genocide or any raping that Ragnar might have committed in Bucha. Uh, we don't believe that he was mm-hmm. doing that. We believe that was the Russians who were doing the raping and killing. But uh, if it was Ragnar, bad Ragnar. So, bad I need that bad Ragnar. There's, and, uh, there's the... There's a show on
2: Netflix. It's called uh, Norseman. If you haven't seen it, it's it's a half an hour. There's two seasons, and it's a half an hour uh, comedy show. It's quite funny, but um, one of the characters' names is Ragnar in it. It's it's really funny to to me because I watch it and it says Ragnar.
1: You do realize that Ragnar is taking out fucking a third of the military, the uh, uh, forward offensive of the Russians, right? But he's taking out a third of the soldiers himself. This motherfucker right now, last time I checked on him, and he's not available to do radio communications because he's been fucking working between Mariupol lately. I'm telling you, this guy's fucking destroying some Soviets. And he's he's having the time of his life. He was actually playing that song the other day. Uh, Which song was that? The The I Had the Time of My Life song. You know the one from 30 Dancing? So what, what he told me he likes to do is he likes to fucking get a bunch of RPGs all fucking loaded up, and he waits for a convoy to go around, and he gets starts cranking that song up, you know, I had the time of my life. And he starts fucking just launching
3: RPGs and fucking letting these Soviets burn, and he starts <laughs> giggling to himself like a schoolgirl and feeling great. I thought it was Bon Jovi. Oh, that you know, no Bon Jovi. Regner
1: doesn't listen to Bon Jovi ever since the incident, right? Yeah, we're not we're not supposed to talk about that,
2: right? Right.
1: I don't think it's been uh, cleared up in Geneva if that was actually a crime or not.
2: They should have a convention about it.
1: Oh, they have we're talking nonsense about few.
5: right now. Did we're you, did you, about you nonsense right now? But about did you see that video of Brian Johnson uh, meeting uh, Zelensky in uh, Kiev? Oh, I did, yeah. I saw, i didn't see the video
2: i saw a picture of it
5: uh, it was really uh, it, yeah it had some, some sort of a slapstick uh, kind of vibe man this brian johnson character i don't know why but it's yeah why
1: is there not <laughs> benny hill music just following him around fucking yeah i'm
5: gonna definitely edit that under it and yeah <laughs> speed it up a bit man yeah definitely friends i
1: think we need a fat guy center of benny hill fucking yeah, fat
5: axel exactly Keep that's yeah, we just made it.
1: Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Fucking this is how the show works, guys. If you ever wonder, this is me and Franz's creative
5: process. Okay, uh, by the way, I still have to thank uh, Awad what, what, Odd what, for his uh, new contribution uh, contribution. To, Cause he made a new uh, new new intro song. Oh, buddy, we love odd and odd's gonna be back on the show very,
1: very, very soon, guys. Odd just has been busy recording new music. That's the only reason why Odd hasn't been I'll on the show. I'm trying new
5: positions. Oh <laughs> dude, <the laughs> <man. laughs> mm
1: seriously guys and i mean i'm not trying to sound fucking grotesque it i think he's up to four or five different chicks a week that he's uploading a new video to like he uploads four or five videos a week now to the site of him banging a different broad so okay i i haven't except for the very
2: first one i haven't opened up any of those files i just assumed it was all the same
1: same one do you mean they're all different nope every fucking one every girl's different oh jesus christ I mean, there's got to be probably about fucking 25 chicks now on fucking fat and shit that Odds posted on there that don't know. We could really have our own, like, Pornhub channel. (laughs) (laughs) Note to self, we'll get our Pornhub channel going soon. Odds collection. Fucking, (laughs) hey, 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 Brasky, how many uh, views did the Fat Cats get last week? A hundred. How many did Odds Porn get? A hundred (laughs) thousand. Fuck. Perfect. Fucking. uh, Somehow or another, I knew this would always end up with us fucking going into the porn
5: business. (laughs) But but uh, odd's uh, odds bandwidth is I think six point five inches. So yeah. No, no, odd odd
1: odd says his penis is eight point five inches.
5: Okay, his bandwidth. Yeah. So he flows like But by Girth, I
1: mean he's taking on these women that are built sometimes like a fucking gorilla. And he's out there and he's <laughs> fucking slamming these asses on these bitches. I looked at one of these girls and it was like she was a right guard for the fucking Chicago Bears. And Odd doesn't care. He's just fucking going to work on her. And he's just, you know, being masking about it. It's like a fucking, you know, a wild Indian raping a buffalo. I fucking love it.
5: He fucks everything with a heartbeat. Yes. But,
1: you know what he makes them feel great about themselves they feel like ladies yeah, afterwards
5: exactly. that's, that's the, the best the part that's about it trick. Afterwards, they don't that's
1: feel like a trick. dirty whore for just getting filmed they feel like a beautiful lady that he just let them share that experience
5: that's the trick definitely
1: Oh, yeah, they fucking love him. See, like, every girl's like, oh, well, this guy's got to be a piece of shit. No, these girls love him. They probably fucking have, like, a waiting line. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to point to see him at 3.30 on Tuesday. Oh, cool, that's funny. I get to see him 5.30 on Tuesday. You know, they probably got fucking fucking time cards and everything and when his dicks available.
5: Yeah, I guess so. Take a look into his dick and see when it's off.
1: Exactly. <laughs> fucking.
5: It <laughs> just looks like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, great. But we're, we're they, talking yeah, odd so talk
4: thank you all for Are you with us or are you dead? I'm here. A, I'm a I, I, I don't
5: but but want
1: I, to intimidate you
4: with odds cock. I'm dropping out every now and then. I'm having some kind of technical difficulties. I think it's the internet on my end. So if I don't, if you, I don't answer, no, I'm do not
1: that. doxing you, but you live in like one of the biggest metro areas in the fucking world. How the fuck are you having internet issues?
4: Well, I'm not in like a city, but uh i i don't, sometimes i have sometimes i have internet issues i just do uh because we don't i i think we didn't get the uh we don't have like the 5g we have like um uh, LT. Uh, i'm not even sure i don't know something you like know
1: that. what makes me do you know what makes me feel good every day that no matter how much mojo hates Borkiness this will be the last time i talk about that idiot mojo's in a fucking trailer looking out a fucking little window. Meanwhile, Borky's singing in a fucking McMansion in fucking New Jersey, <laughs> looking, <laughs> over, <laughs> looking over forests <laughs> as he's it's having his imagine. morning coffee. It's <laughs> fucking great. There's a deer naturally grazing in Borky's backyard. Meanwhile, there's a fucking hillbilly driving around throwing beer cans at Mojo's house. Oh, fucking, the world
4: sometimes
5: so, is funny. Uh, I, so just to, be,
4: just to be clear, I don't live in a mansion. I, I, people get that because I said my, na- my neighbor used to be bernie madoff's top lieutenant and uh um he lives in a it's like a random mansion in the, su- in the suburbs but um it's uh it's that's not like where i live i just he just lives well, in, like, he doesn't a,
0: consider
1: fucking the french prince of belair's house a mansion either
4: no i really i don't live in a mansion it's like a normal house but it's a nice you know it's a nice town it's a nice area you know it's not like the best but it's it's you know i know i'm, I'm fortunate to live here um are oh, there some you know, good good street dealers around there? Uh, well, no, <laughs> but, no. but but you, you well, friends, you, you we me and you have talked. You know, you know how I get my shit. So yeah, so
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, that's listen, listen. Thing. We're we're, we're here, we go yes, live buddy. on a thing. We're not, when he's talking shit, folks. Uh, Borky's really into physical fitness, and he's talking about whey protein and creatine. And him and friends, I like to get their fucking flex on. So that's what they're talking about. Uh, Gina, our Liars, help me. I'm here. I'm here. I'm. I'm here to offer support. Just getting us. Just getting it, so we're not gonna have to be in front of a fucking grand jury one day.
4: So. By the way, uh, b- b- Bernie Madoff's um, his lieutenant buried. Um, his name's Frank T. Pascali. He buried, or, uh, I'm pretty sure he buried money in the walls of his house and in his uh, backyard. And the guy who who moved in after that was also worked he was his brother-in-law and he also worked for bernie madoff and i'm not sure if he still lives there now i don't know because we don't really talk to them but um yeah they were they he, he before this guy died of cancer before he went to jail or maybe he would died in jail he was like redoing his house and shit even though like you know he was about to lose all his assets he was uh he was like in a uh, what do you call them um uh, like the things where you dig uh, it's not a cherry picker um, uh, Whatever it doesn't matter um, and he was like personally digging uh, like these holes and uh, They were missing like some money from that and the feds think it's like in Israel or something, but I'm pretty sure that He dug he dug uh, Some money and uh, hid it on his property
1: No bulky. Have you ever got a little fucking zooted up, you know a little bit fucking riding the pony and you know Said hey, why don't I go look
5: you should well, actually look on Google Maps and then satellite view. <laughs>
4: <Maybe>. I have. <laughs> yeah. You can see where you can see where there's been like, you know, digging and shit. And um, there's like even a news clip I could show where like you can see his whole ha- his whole, uh, like a, a news reporter was in his drive. Like this guy has like fu- he had fuck you money. Like he's like the direct neighbor of my direct neighbor across the street, and he would like um. Uh, Asked them, like, to – to uh, he had his driveway redone. Oh, shit. You gone? Uh, sorry, am I back? Yes, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Here. Yeah, I'm dropping out. Um, yeah, he would, um, he would tell the neighbor like, – like, he would have his whole driveway redone and not like it. His driveway would cut through the neighbor's backyard, and then he would just be like, "I just want to have my whole driveway redone, but it's gonna it's gonna be off this, it's gonna be more on your property." And he would just pay the guy and have the, this driveway like going through his backyard, so he could have like a private gate on a smaller uh, street. And also, like there was gonna be a mosque here at one point uh, on like the street that connected, uh, not my street, but like the street that's connected to it. There was going to be a, like a big mosque, and I'm pretty sure this guy single-handedly like uh, had it because he didn't want the traffic on his his street or whatever. That's uh, what he said. Excuse,
5: what? That's so you think that's an excuse to, to 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 mention the traffic?
4: Yeah, like he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want the you know he didn't want the traffic or he didn't want you know the, the Muslims or whatever I mean, a lot so, of Porky, How much cash it. are we talking? Well, they said a, mi- a million dollars was missing from that. I don't, but I don't know that he would have all of that. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much exactly. So uh, bookie,
1: th- let's say $750. All right. Does that sound decent? Sure. All right. So that's $750. Book you, there's $750,000 buried just, you know, hundreds of yards away from you right now. What, yeah. What-
4: but like I said, his brother in law, which I guess would just be his wife's. His wife's brother, uh, or her what? Yeah, Um, he moved in after that, and he worked for him. He was like his. He also worked for Bernie Madoff, but he was this guy's. This guy was Bernie Madoff's like top guy. Like people have played him in movies and shit, and or or like TV shows, like on HBO. Um, And um, he, this guy, moved in. So I think that if there was anything there at one point, this guy, you know figured out where it was, and got it. Now, now, is that
1: guy still there? Is he
4: gone? I'm not
1: 100% sure. Now, if he's still there, the money's still there. You know what I mean? You know, he's going there when he's fucking, you know, you know, he's, he's out at the fucking Walmart, you know, bada bing, bada boom, you fucking
4: go in there and fucking, you know, frame Miser for it. Yeah, <laughs> we could do that. Uh-huh. I mean, come and on. By man. the way, if Amanda's hearing this, if you what want to man? hang out, we can get together, <laughs> we can have coffee. we can. Whoa. Whoa, 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 Gino I was
1: just what I heard. I I think a bomb was just dropped. I
2: believe a bomb was just dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, cover your heads, <laughs> hide children, and, and lock up your daughters because fucking Borky's on the loose. Yeah,
4: it's just a casual thing, you know.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, guys, guys, once again, anyone who's listening to the show, stop what you're fucking doing right now. Okay. This is this is the biggest fat cast news. Maybe of all fucking time. Borky, can you repeat what you just said?
4: Well, you know, just, I'm just saying, I'm in New Jersey. I think she's in New Jersey or New York or wherever she's at. You know, I don't know if she's, you know, if she's feeling lonely or something like that. She just wants to, you know, just, you know, she seems like a nice girl. I just like to meet her, you know, have some coffee, whatever. Go out for lunch.
3: Amanda? Yeah, Amanda. This this is Casey Kasem, and we have a long distance dedication
2: going out to Amanda from Borky. Borky, I
4: I saw her photo, and I just thought she would, you know. I thought, you know, it was beautiful, uh, Gray vagina. So you, you, this, is K. K. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is Casey K. This
0: is
1: Casey Can't do it this week, boys. Blew my voice out last week doing fucking Alex Jones. I mean, I I don't know what to say right now. I mean, she might have AIDS though, Borky. That's one thing to consider. I know that you're an intravenous drug user, so I mean, who cares? You know, fuck it, let's ride the tiger. You know, but former intravenous. I know I know. Uh, former, former, yeah. yeah. And she might formerly have AIDS, you never know. I mean, we only know that she has AIDS for miser, so I mean, she might not have the AIDS, she might have just told him that so she never has to fuck him again, which in that's, retrospect that's is kind of brilliant.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. Think about that for a second. Like, no, I never want you to touch me again. What? Why? Um,
3: I have AIDS. AIDS. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. That's that's a game changer. A gate changer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you know it's going to be great when he actually gets AIDS and rapes her, <laughs> and she goes, "What did you do?" He goes, "It's okay, I have AIDS." She goes, "Well, I didn't." <laughs>
5: think
3: about what you just said. That's I'm terrible. I'm wearing a condom.
5: <laughs> Wow, that's <laughs> crazy if you think about it.
3: <laughs> well,
1: here's the good news we now know that uh, that Borky might have found love, which holy shit! And, happens. Uh, phew, the, the fucking, I mean,
5: I'm excited. Did love found him?
1: You know, this is. This is beautiful, guys. I mean, this is one of those things that, you know, we can actually make a huge thing of. I mean, if everything goes right, you know, maybe we have a live, uh, you know, Amanda on the, uh, the Fat Cast one of these days, Amanda and Borky together, you know. Love my a little group calling.
2: Can we do like a, a Fat Cast version of the dating
5: game? Can you get it through a phone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll, I, don't know we'll, again, I won't be there.
2: We'll have Borky as bachelor number one, and then we'll get two other people as bachelor two and three, and we'll get them to randomly ask Amanda questions, and then she'll get to pick who Guess at it. the end <laughs> gets goes it. with and whether or not she has AIDS.
1: Now, now, Gina, has you ever seen the show Always Sunny in Philadelphia? It's one of my favorites. Okay, so you know the waitress, correct? Yes. Every time I think about Miser and Amanda, I'm thinking Waitress and Charlie scenario. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that's pretty good, man. I never thought about that, but that's pretty good, man. Can you, can you kind of educate the audience by what I mean?
2: If you haven't seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it revolves around uh, three guys that own a bar, and um, one of the guys' sister also works there. Anyway, one of the guys, Charlie, that works at the bar, uh, has a crush on. Uh, a girl known as the waitress. We never find out her real name in the show. And she wants nothing to do with Charlie. She doesn't like Charlie. I think at some point she puts a restraining order against Charlie. Uh, I think that might have been an episode. And Charlie does everything in his power to try and get the waitress to like him. Obviously always fails. So uh, this scenario that's been um, unfolding here is... Could very well be the same scenario that uh, we find um, former friend of the show, Miser, involved with. Yeah. It makes sense. You know what the
1: best part of this is and why I'm enjoying bringing him up tonight? It's because the fact that, you know, your little ass got fucking banned from foundanaffinshit.com with your little alt account. And every alt account you're going to make, I'm going to find them, and I'm going to fucking ban every fucking one of them. I just want you to know that. So when we're talking about you tonight, you can't talk about it on Discord. You can't talk about it on fatenaffinshit.com and and you can go fuck yourself.
3: (laughs) There you go. That that's,
1: that's what I had. Does does anyone else have any fun topics for this evening?
5: Well, I kind of miss him because he was always a good topic for uh, memes and shit.
1: Well, the problem is like he's good topic for memes, but you have to realize he's cancer. So like, no matter how much you know human and AIDS, brings, right? Cancer and AIDS. It's yeah. It's like the change. worst thing ever. <laughs> and just he, he gets worse, and he gets in there. Like, look at our community right now. Our new community, fat enough and effing shit. We've had for the last few months. There's no drama. There's no bullshit. Everyone gets along. There's none yeah, of that. That's boring, right? No, it's actually nice for a change. For fuck's sake, you know, I'm tired of everything being nuclear.
5: all the soon we'll have a nuclear winter, so.
1: That's only if Putin ever fucking gets off his ass. I mean, so far he's getting beat by fucking Ukraine and everyone else. Russia's a fucking joke.
5: That's really bad. They actually admitted that they had great losses, right?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. They're fucking like, you you guys start admitting it now. It's like, where's half your troops? Um, Dead or fucking injured? What do you mean half? Yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. So, Borky, is there anything you want to say before
4: we punch out tonight? um you know just uh i don't know stay you know stay healthy stay positive i guess you know just all that cliche shit uh thanks for having me on and uh yeah
1: thanks for jumping on we'll try to figure out what the fuck is going on with wasted if he's going to be tried if he's uh on the run if he's uh you know alive we I hope, we don't he's, know doing
5: hope yeah. he's doing good
1: good. <laughs> so so do we franz is there anything you want to say before we punch out
5: uh, yeah, quickly, I want to say, or I mention, uh, lately I've been getting a lot of questions uh, what my next project will be, since I haven't put anything out lately. And um, yeah, it is actually true, I haven't been that active last half year, I think, with making videos, basically because I bought a new computer and I was busy at work as shit. But I'll soon pick it up, and um, yeah, then I'm going to put out the Masters of Oakland and this other one that I bought from a filmer. So, yeah, I'll be back at it soon, for anyone who's wondering. That's, That's- it. Uh, a secret show, it looks like. What? secret show?
1: Whatever the fuck your show's going to be. You said Oakland, and you have another show that you're going to put up.
5: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's from the same film, where it's not a secret show. They're already out there, but they're not master uh, tapes like uh, mine is. Trying
1: to make it more anticipated. Obviously, I failed. Still, It's still General fucking audience, anything-
5: Graham. But, uh, I yeah. hate you. Sorry,
1: (laughs) Gina Lars. Anything you want to say before we punch out, buddy?
5: Um,
3: you just be cool. Just be cool. I remember.